What's up, all you amazing humans out there? Welcome to the Reality Coach Podcast, brought to you by I Am Somebody. I am your host, the one, the only certified mental health reality coach, Jennifer Fulbrook. And welcome to a non judgmental safe space where we discuss all things real, including mental health and reality TV. So I have decided to switch things up for a bit for a couple reasons, as you may have noticed with the name change for one. And why have I decided this? Well, for a couple reasons. I, for myself, really am all about facts, about reality, and what is. And I love to explore our thoughts we have that make up all the things as I remain focused or try to remain focused on what's real, what's true. I am the realest person out there, and I carry this into my coaching business. I when I coach, you will get a no holds bar coaching approach, direct, blunt, to the point where I will show you what is making your current reality and how to take action to have the life that you really want. And let's face it, anyone that knows me knows I'm a bit of a reality fangirl. Like for as long as I can remember since the first ever episode of Big Brother, I think that's like the first time I ever watched reality TV, I became a fan. And so for a few reasons in which I will get into greater detail in the future episode, I will get into why I really, really am a fan. But for now, I'm just kind of giving you a glimpse of what you're going to see in the near future. And as you noticed, for the last 12 episodes or so, I have focused more of these episodes based on reality TV and mental health. And I'm going to continue down this route, including talking about my own personal experiences with using reality TV to transform my life, as well as my own personal experiences filming a reality show with the one and only Wes Bergman from the blocks or what you guys probably know him as as Wes Bergman from the real world or m more recently over the years the challenge he's like a multiple champ and he's just a champ in my books period and so you'll hear more about my experiences with filming that later on now like most humans in the world I grew up watching tv for the first 17 years or so, there was no reality TV, just comedies, dramas, crime, all those such a, such a type shows. And I could still find myself relating to the characters in the shows. I could relate to the girl who was being bullied or the girl who liked the boy who didn't like her back. And so... Like, let's talk about Full House. For those of you that know the TV show Full House, and I'm bringing out my age here because now they've got like the sequel of Fuller House, but 
that's not what I'm talking about here. Anyway, Full House, I could really relate to Stephanie at times, not only because everyone said I look like her, but because she had trouble feeling like she was being heard. And she wanted to grow up faster than life kind of really wanted us, wants us to. But then I could also relate to DJ, where, you know, with all the boy problems and having a little sister, um, I could even relate to Kimmy. Like now that I think about it, Kimmy was unique and always, I always felt unique and I always kind of wanted to express myself as so, but I don't think I ever really did. And so I kind of looked up to Kimmy for this. And so you can see, like, you can still relate, right? Like I'm relating to these characters, even though they're fictional, kind of like Degrassi. Degrassi was such a relatable show to me. And um, it really probably helped me during one of my hardest moments as a kid. There was a storyline about a student, Dwayne, being HIV positive. Um, he had found out that the girl he slept with was HIV positive, And so he's waiting for a test. And I just remember the scene. It was heartbreaking to me. And although I didn't have it, my dad and my uncle and so many other people I knew at the time were HIV positive. And at the time, HIV and AIDS was really just starting to really be talked about and really kind of getting the attention. But with that attention came a lot of stigmas and prejudices and bullying. And there was a lot of ignorance towards the disease and those who were infected and affected during this time. And it Degrassi helped me not only learn more about the disease and to deal with it being, you know, with being out, dealing with it without being ashamed or being scared. Um, back then, you know, I didn't really want to ask my parents all the questions or share my concerns, my fears and that with them because, well, I didn't want them to I didn't be know I was afraid and I didn't want to upset them. And honestly, I just didn't really want to know the answer sometimes because I was afraid. But Degrassi gave me some kind of connection and some kind of, I don't know, community, I guess, um, around that, I guess, because they were more my age. And I just felt like it was a release for me. And so I just wouldn't miss an episode um, at all. And I did that for a lot of these shows. I just didn't want to miss an episode. I felt like I could relate to them. It was some sort of form of therapy for me, even if I didn't know it at the time. And I'm still doing this to this day, but more with reality TV, like Big Brother, Canada and US, The Challenge, Love After Lockup, Teen Mom, The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or New Jersey. Like I could just go on and on. Like those are just a name of few of my weekly lineup. And over the course of the next couple of months, I am going to be putting together a special edition where I'm going to be reviewing these clips from some of the shows that I've mentioned. And I'm going to be reviewing them not only by myself, but I'm going to be reviewing them with some of the cast members that are in the clips. So keep an eye out for those. You aren't going to want to miss that. Now, 
I'm going to be doing these clips in a form of a therapy, of a coaching type deal to um, help us see ourselves and to, for the awareness part. And so I'm going to, um, I'm going to discuss exactly. So I will discuss what I do exactly while watching these shows that has help transform my life and my outlook on things to really get a clearer picture of who I am and maybe why I do or have done some of the things that I've done and why I have, um, you know, some of the judgments I do on others and myself, what comes with using TV and others like reality TV stars to help myself grow also comes an almost an automatic reaction to judge myself and compare myself to others, which is where like my low self-confidence, my low self-esteem, depression, anxieties would also come into play. And so I'm going to be discussing all of that in the near few episodes. And, you know, this part alone, dropping the judgments of others and myself is a game changer. Being able to come at it from a curiosity viewpoint is a remarkable tool. And so, in the like I said, in the new future, these episodes they are they're golden. They're they're going they're golden. So you don't want to miss them. You're going to be because everybody watches TV, and so if you can watch TV and also um, improve yourself and improve your life, why would you not do that? Like you you want to listen to these episodes. So like, what do I mean by? you know, dropping the judgments of others and myself is a game changer and all that kind of stuff. And well, as I'm watching a show and I find myself like cringing at someone on the screen, say because of their behavior, say they're yelling and calling someone names or they're not listening or they're not letting the other person talk or whatever, like there's some kind of like, um, confrontation or something on the screen and i'm here yelling just shut the fuck up and listen to her for once like what am i thinking like i started you know what am i thinking here like i'm thinking like what am i getting at like why am i getting so into this like why am i feeling all angry how can i relate to either person on the screen or how many people are on the screen or involved and i just get curious with myself what am i thinking how is that thought making me feel right now reminding myself it's not their actions but my thoughts about their actions making me feel this way and so i get really curious with myself have you ever heard the saying how you are judging others is how you are judging yourself. I always have to say that a little bit slower to make sure I get it right. So how you're judging others is how you're judging yourself. How can I learn from this? And those are the types of questions I am watching and asking myself as I'm watching TV and finding myself with these intense emotions. I get curious with it. Watching reality TV hell watching any tv show is a great opportunity to practice your thought connection when watching teen mom and kayla like with kayla she was discussing her abortion and the mental pain she was feeling and she didn't think she had the right to feel that pain and i remember crying and feeling so sad and just feeling 
like a connection as I too had also had experienced those feelings and those feelings I was experiencing that she was talking about, I too were experiencing those feelings based and they were connected to those thoughts that she was having. I remember having those thoughts she was having. And so I just wanted to like reach out and hug Kayla and let her know that, you know, what she was feeling was okay. And, and, you know, that helps remind me of the, you know, person I am and the heart that I have and just reminds me that um, we're all human and we all have a right to feel any way we want. And our feelings aren't based on, you know, having an abortion or losing a child naturally or whatever the case may be, but it's based on our thoughts and we're allowed to have those. It's like when I'm watching shows like Big Brother and I'm feeling frustrated, like listening to Danielle talk to her dad, Evil Dick, about how he's talking down to everyone and meanwhile, she's doing the exact same thing in this moment. I have to remind myself that like, it's not their discussion or their argument, but my thought as she needs to listen, she needs to be quiet. Oh my God, she's mad at him for what she's doing. Those are the thoughts that I'm having, which are making me feel frustrated. I then want to kind of tell her, look, Look what is happening here. When you think your dad is talking down to you, what is just a thought, by the way, but what happens is then we, the person who's having that thought, ends up talking down to that person and it comes like a cycle. And so it's kind of like, um, you know, like I've been saying, like throughout my um, episodes, it's, you know, you have your circumstance that triggers your thought that creates your feeling, which drives your action. Right. And that's what Danielle was doing in this in this um, in situation that I was talking about. And then, you know, like um, just one more other one is like coming to mind is when Sutton and Lisa were talking about whether or not Sutton was humiliating Lisa. They're around a table and they're talking about Sutton and just Lisa's attitude. And I just wanted like, I was like, I found myself yelling at the screen. Like nobody can humiliate anybody guys. Like, let's talk about this. Like I would love for them to sit down with me in a room and like, let's talk about this and let's take ownership for our own feelings, you know? And so, yeah, I'm not going to lie, It this may sound stupid to you, but I used to think that if I were on TV, then my life would be perfect. If I was only famous, then I'd have no problems. I would have nothing to worry about. I wouldn't have to worry about being alone or worry about having money. And, you know, I would always feel loved. And those were like my thoughts right but now i know this is not true like it's all but true they may not have the same problems as i do but they still share struggles those who are on tv especially reality tv have their whole lives dissected and judged and they need to find a way to handle such 
So it does not affect their mental health, which is what I will be discussing more in future episodes as well. We're going to talk to some of the reality stars and see how being on TV has affected their mental health and ways that they cope and things like that. And, you know, when I say like their lies are dissected on TV, like, can you imagine being in a relationship with somebody and breaking up and then having a relationship with them and all this stuff on TV? And then like, it, it it can be confusing, right? And it's like, everybody's watching and everybody has their judgments, right? And so it can take a lot out of somebody for sure. That's what I would think. But again, those are my thoughts. It kind of reminds me of the episode of the challenge when Cache was telling Cinco he's hurting um, her feelings. And I just wanted to like be like, no, nobody can hurt anybody's feelings, you know? And I just always want to jump through the screen and tell these guys, like, just the awareness alone is key. The awareness alone is key to feeling better. The awareness alone is key to making change. So that's a little bit of a glimpse of... um what you can expect to see over the next few months. I'm going to be talking a lot about reality TV. I'm going to talk about the reality of mental health, the reality of relationships, the reality of it's you can't blame anybody but yourself for how you're feeling, including myself. We can't blame situations, circumstances, those are not what's causing us to feel anything. And so I'm going to get real with that. I'm going to be blunt. I'm going to be like, this is how it is. Because why fuck around? Why diddle-daddle around it? We are here to feel better so that we can transform our lives, so that we can be better, better for ourselves, better for our children, better for our community, better for society, better for everybody. We want to be able to make changes, changes within and changes without in the outside world. And so I am going to get down and we're going to get real with all of that. And what better way to do that than to bring reality TV into play because we all watch TV. So we can all do our own self-transformational work while watching TV. Like what better way is that? And so I'm going to show you all that. And not to mention, we're going to have so many amazing guests, reality TV guests, that you're not going to want to miss it. So don't go anywhere, guys. This is what you want to be hearing every week. Okay, so before I do sign off, I do have a couple of announcements. I am somebody and Isabel Bradburn Jackson of Dear Divine Goddess are putting together a docu-series called Lost Souls Initiative, where we're taking stories and we're sharing them with the world. Stories of those who've lost their lives, lost their loved ones to mental health. Stories of those who've lost their, their own self at a time to mental health. Stories from those who are currently suffering and are not able to get the help they need. Those who have suffered and who have thrived and are now on the other side, we're taking all of the stories out there about you and your mental health in order to hopes to be able to <coughs> provide awareness and to provide some changes 
in our mental health care system because there's a lot of people falling through the cracks and we want that to stop. So if you have a story, if you have a journey with your mental health addiction and it comes to the mental health system and you want to talk about it, then let's talk. You are able to talk to us and you can do it written, you can do it verbally, you can do it as a known person, you can do it anonymously, you can do it any way you are comfortable. Again, we're doing a docu-series, Lost Souls Initiative, where we are taking people's stories and sharing them with the world. Stories of those who've lost their loved ones to mental health, stories from those who are currently suffering and not even being able to get the help that, they can, that they've been asking for, stories of those who have struggled personally and were able to make it on the other side. Amongst all those sharing will be myself and Isabel sharing our stories. Again, if you're interested in participating in sharing your story verbally, written, known, anonymously, please reach out and we will get you booked in. If you have questions, again, reach out and I'm more than happy to discuss. And one more announcement and I promise I'm done. Isabel is hosting a memorial walk Say His Name on August 13th at 11 a.m. We're going to be starting on across the street of St. Joseph's Hospital Emergency Room on James Street in Hamilton. The address where we're starting is 232 James Street at the walking clinic. And we'll be ending at the front steps of City Hall. So it's not a long walk, maybe 20 minutes just a little enough to make some noise so people can see, people can hear, people can ask questions and know what's going on. And so we can start the discussion and get the awareness going. And so we will end the celebration at City Hall where we will celebrate Barry and all those we've lost and all those who are still fighting their fight. So come join us for pizza, cupcakes, treats. You're all welcome. Bring your family, bring your friends. Let's unite. Let's have each other's back. Let's have our voices heard loud and clear. And let's get some changes made. All right, guys, that's it. That's all I got for you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I know there are thousands and thousands of podcasts out there and you all chosen to listen to me and I appreciate and love every single one of you. I welcome any reviews, any recommendations you may have for me. And Don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with your friends and family, guys. And if you're interested in taking this work deeper and work together with me, apply all of this in real time, schedule your free call with yours truly. All my contact information is in the show notes. Please remember, say it with me, say it loudly, say it with confidence. I am somebody. See you all next week. Love you all. Take care.